0: If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability
1: compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who are exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov pact to learn more and file your claim.
0: Welcome to MLB Daily, your one-stop shop for daily baseball content. I am LJ LaFiera. Alongside me, I've got Brandon Karam, and we are a belly-up sports podcast. We are what they aren't. Brandon, how you doing?
1: LJ. Uh, I am doing good. Um, This is our week 13 team of the week episode. Um, First team of the week for LJ in a few weeks. Certainly nice to have him back. One of my favorite shows to do. Um, But actually one story I wanted to talk about before we get into our team of the week. Um, LJ, the Kansas City Royals, did you see what's going on with them?
0: yes the toronto blue jays mickey mouse season continues
1: 10 of the 26 players on the kansas city royals will not be making the trip to toronto this week uh, because they're unvaccinated um that does include andrew benintendi Whit merrifield um I believe Hunter Dozier was on that list I want to say. Um some some pretty big name guys for the for the, for the Royals at least. Um 10 of your 26 guys. I so mean in- they're going to be playing so they're already one of the worst teams in the league and now they're going to be playing with their double A AA and triple A team out there this weekend.
0: And now the first thing I want to extend to you I mean they will probably get a win. Jose Varios is set to start. So um, don't feel too bad for them, but do you still genuinely want to say and genuinely want to believe that this Blue Jays above, five, above 500 record is deserved? Half their half their games they play against Triple A teams. In the best in the best division in baseball, a situation where they normally have you go if you're talking about home how many division games are there in a year
1: i believe you play 19 games against each division opponent
0: brandon i can't do math what
1: (laughs) 19 times 4 is i believe 76
0: okay so you play 76 games in the toughest division of baseball no matter what not able to argue with the orioles went above 500 last night toughest division You're supposed to be playing 76 games against the best group, collective group of competition that you have to offer. All of a sudden, Toronto gets this advantage of cutting that number in half. They play 38 games against this top level of competition when every single other team in their division plays 72.
1: I mean... You know, people were saying that the Yankees were going to have an issue with it, but they never had. They all their guys ended up getting uh, vaccinated. Um, I remember the judge. No, that's
0: that's that's a little different though because all right. So I will add, add the nineteen, add the uh, or not not the nineteen games. Um, Are you sure it's nineteen games?
1: Yeah, you play a lot lot. against like every team. Like it's
0: that's 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 mad dumb though. You uh, play an uneven amount of games each year against. Division teams.
1: Well, if it's a three or four game series, I mean three plus four is seven, which is an uneven oh. number. Yeah, but I want to say it's six series against each. That would that would make sense. You do three
0: three game series and three four game series. Um. That's yeah. Nice.
1: Each team now plays nineteen games to get against each of four opponents within its division, as well as six games against four opponents and seven games against each of the six other opponents from other divisions within its own leagues that's 66 games.
0: All I'm gonna do is give you the facts here. the blue Jays are 27 and 18 at home. They are 20 and 24 on the road and they are 27 and 30 against above 500 teams. So how much do you think that that is going to change that that record that 47 and 42 is going to change? If, this, if each of these teams had their full roster with them, had the full capabilities of their team, the full capabilities that they go up against everyone else against. I would say it's going to change quite a bit, and all over something that really matters quite little, especially when you, you could make it work.
1: LJ, one more thing before we get into our team of the week. Did you see the move the Angels made yesterday?
0: That is very um, nondescript. He's right made here. a roster. I right. do see it now, though, and <laughs> they're asking me at straws. I don't know what else
1: to tell you. The Angels have recalled our favorite prospect ever, Joe Adele. Um, let's see if he picked it up in AAA because I'm actually really interested to see. If- Go ahead and
0: check that. I'm going to check his box last night while you do that.
1: Still under a 700 OPS in Triple A. Strikeout
0: percentage—that's all I care about, to be honest.
1: Let's find the strikeout percentage. Does it show it on here? Well, I can tell. Either you, way, he
0: went two for five with two two Ks last night.
1: It's 32 strikeouts in 26 games in Triple A.
0: Man, what is what are they doing again? It's just it's it looks like about point, more right? than
1: a third of his of his plate appearances.
0: This is this this is just desperation from the angels at this point. I mean, well, the base, they're, they're quitting.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure they're down an outfielder right now. Um, right? Yes. I'm gonna look uh, because no,
0: no, no, they're fine.
1: Everyone's healthy.
0: Um.
1: Yeah, Brandon Marsh oh. is healthy. Yeah, so
0: yeah, yeah, because Brandon Marsh is on my team for week. Um.
1: Yeah, so trying, we're, so they're just going to do the Brandon Marsh, Joe Adele platoon in lefty? For literally,
0: for literally no reason.
1: <laughs> well, Joe Adele, okay, I didn't realize Joe Adele is 23. I, I thought, okay, I was kind of thinking him and uh, Brandon Marsh's ages were flipped. So Marsh is 24, Adele's 23. Both guys I've had in OOTP saves go off in the future for me, so there's hope, Brandon. There's hope,
0: there's there's not hope. Joe Dell's just gonna keep swinging out of his shoes, it's still gonna be just as painful to watch. Yeah, but it
1: works for Javi Baez. Oh, wait, yeah, never mind. Never
0: mind. Oh, brutal. Never mind. Brutal. Oh,
1: I'm a big, I would like to, yo. New challenge: Javier Baez draw a walk challenge. Fourteen and three hundred and twelve played appearances this year. It's like he's trying to not walk. You have to try to to not walk.
0: To oh my a- God! He killed Javi. <laughs> this what Brandon just did here. Um, yeah, I think this team's just given up, and they're like, "All right, you know, we've got a former top prospect here." Let's just give him the at-bats and hope to, hope he breaks through this. If not, we're not going to make the playoffs anyways. I mean, you know, it, with this mindset, at the, minds, the mindset that they were in when they sent him down, he never would have come up again. However, given the current situation, you have nothing to lose.
1: Yeah, I mean.
0: Other than a higher draft pick or a higher spot in the
1: lottery. Oh, yeah. The wonderful lottery. Well, let's get on to our team of the week, week 13, Um, as always, except for week one, where I, for some reason, didn't. We're going to start with pitchers. Um, LJ, who'd you go with?
0: Brandon, I went with Carlos Rodon. It would be nice if I was actually still prepared and in the mode of doing this so I could pull his stats up, but I believe he had a complete game this week, or was that seven innings?
1: it was yeah a complete
0: game 12 strikeouts one earned run um not not much you can really complain about with this start spencer strider does lead, lead the league in war this week a point 84 era the 10 in a third innings kind of was unimpressive for me not and this isn't this isn't a knock on spencer strider he has been a terrific pitcher this year he was a terrific pitcher this week but if I'm going to give it to you, you've got to be able to go a Aces l- length.
1: Yeah, um, I I ended up picking um, Spencer Strider just because um, I didn't want to uh, also pick Carlos Rodon. Um, you know, figure it gives us another guy to talk about. But it is important to note with Carlos Rodon that um, – He is now the Fangraph's leader in pitcher war. He overtook Sandy Alcantara by .1. um, And it's very fitting that he was a replacement for the All-Star game. Thank God he got in, or else that would have been uh, pure catastrophe. But yeah, I go with Spencer Strider, um, who is just... Having a really good season for the Braves in general, for, for a 23 year old, seems like the Braves, like year after year, have like a new young 23 or 24 year old pitcher who's just lights out. Um, and he's already at two and a half war. And then you look at what he did this week, uh, he had six innings of no runs and 12 strikeouts against the Cardinals on July 7th, and then just a few days ago on Tuesday against the Mets, he went four and two-third, five hits, one earned run, but eight strikeouts there. Um, Had some really nasty stuff, kept the Mets uh, at bay for quite a bit. So, um, yeah, Spencer Strider, certainly a guy to look out for, and if you picked him up at fantasy earlier in the year, you are loving it right now with, with what he's been doing.
0: And, Brandon, just you wait, these... This yearly young pitcher thing is going to keep going for the Braves, I have a feeling. Brennan, after Mike Soroka tears his Achilles for the third time, he is going to come back with a burning purpose and be the first one to, to take that mantle on twice.
1: Again, yeah. How how old is he? He's, only, he's not even twenty. He's not even five. 25.
0: He's not even 25. <laughs> what? And why am I expecting him to get it hurt again before he gets back on? I am I'm just, shocked. I'm still trying to understand how he managed to tear his Achilles the second time.
1: Wait, so Mike Soroka is younger than Nate Pearson, is what you're telling me. Or around the same age.
0: Yes. I'm also telling you he's only a year older than Joe Adele. Look where both have gotten in their career.
1: (laughs) Well, I can tell you that at Catcher, we agree and pick Sean Murphy, um... He raked this week, um, and to be quite frank, it was not a good week for the catchers. Would you say that, LJ?
0: No, I mean, I think it's partially that it's not a good week for the catchers, but also it was a a genuinely good week for Sean Murphy. You're talking about a plus-plus defensive week, 182 weighted runs created plus. um, Yeah, you really can't complain with what you got out of him. Will Smith, Adley Rutschman, good weeks, not great weeks. But overall, this is kind of, yeah, this this was just Sean Murphy's week, week to win, I'd say.
1: Uh, LJ, I, a guy that um, I know I wouldn't have picked, but how about Martin Maldonado um, actually putting together a solid week, um, both offensively and defensively. Gets 0. .4 um, defensive rating. Uh, 214 weighted runs created plus he's finally giving the astros some sort of production
0: i mean are we going to really talking about a week's stretch being some form of production
1: you, for 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 him anything is production
0: well let's look, we, we we can't keep lowering our standard for this guy because that's how we end up worshiping guys who don't deserve it
1: no um, i'm not worshiping him at all i'm just saying he's not Maldonado
0: it's worship and i won't stand for it Um, with that being said also i don't even really consider it a week for this type of conversation just because i don't know i like these guys who are getting 20 plus plate appearances as catchers a week
1: oh also 25
0: 25 even better
1: um so this guy that came up for the astros this Corey lee Corey lee yeah Corey Lee, he played for the Valley Cats, right?
0: Yes, I I'm ninety percent sure I watched him on several uh, opportunities. Wait, yes, oh my gosh, yes, twenty nineteen. Yep, he's there. Cur- currently, he is their uh, fifth prospect in the organization. I'm not going to start hating on a guy because his numbers are looking really good now, but the numbers were not looking very good when I was covering him. So you know, it was hard for me to get hyped about this but I'm glad to see him
1: up. Nice. Uh, I mean, he was 20 years old when you were covering him. She's so my age. He was my age. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, he, was, he was three
0: years younger than Joe Adele is right now. And they looked about the same.
1: Well, at first base, LJ, you go with Carlos Santana, who, um, got traded the day that you left the podcast. So we were unable to talk about it. Um, I guess first, before you get into his stats, thoughts on Seattle going after him?
0: Um, You know, these are the types of trades you like to see at this point in the year. You know, unless you give up way too much, you're never going to see one of the big pieces fall. Like, you're never going to see a, like, top-tier marquee, one of the marquee guys of the trade deadline. You're not going to see them Go off the board in June or even early July, certainly not before the draft happens and you can bring in those next year's prospects. But that's where you find the best value. You're able to go out, you're going to work largely unencumbered by other teams. And that's what Seattle did. I mean, that's what, when frankly, the Red Sox have gotten some of their best value grabs by operating in the weeks before trade McGinnis starts. Yeah. Speaking of which, when is trade McGinnin starting for us?
1: I'd say post-All-Star break is is when it really kicks in. Um, Also, another thing I noticed about the Mariners that I know you'd certainly be interested in, Ken Giles um, finally made his return. And in the four and a third innings he's pitched, he's not allowed an earned run. Unfortunately, back on the IL with shoulder discomfort, which is not a good sign. Shoulder is is not is is not a good injury. Um, no,
0: sure. and on that note, Brandon, do you want to touch it all on Luis Severino? I believe he is going for an MRI. MRI, break, right? yeah.
1: Um, last night, whatever, whoever was out there uh, pitching, wherever the real Seve was was, um, you know, I, I'd like to know that because this was not the same pitcher. His. All of his pitches were like two miles an hour slower, which first bad indication. Then the Reds 7, 8, and 9 hitters, or I'm pretty sure it was 7, 8, 9, went back to back to back on him. <laughs> um, and yeah, even pitching coach God, Matt Blake, going out there uh, couldn't settle him down. Had some shoulder discomfort going in for an MRI today. Um, praying praying that it goes well um, or else the Yankees main focus is going to switch to a starting pitcher and not a corner outfielder at this trade deadline
0: well, who says, again let's uh, let's keep this in mind this is the best opportunity the Yankees have had to win the World Series in a decade over a decade your focus isn't switching it you're just adding to your focus Am I wrong? Like we this have the well, now. No,
1: and you you aren't wrong at all because we have the prospects. We could do what the Dodgers did last year if we really wanted to. We could trade Volpe and Peraza and Jason Dominguez if we really want to sell out and win this World Series we absolutely can. By the way, Jason Dominguez um is one of the best hitters. Uh, by weighted runs created plus in the minors right now. Um there's no more slander tolerated because he's genuinely a uh, a really really good player. So,
0: you know how many times that, how many people I've seen do a 138 weighted runs created plus. Okay, I, I sleep. Okay. Six two six seven 267 batting average isn't something we're looking to see either.
1: Well, let me give you my first base pick, and it's Freddie Freeman, Mr. Frederick. Um, Frederick. Freddie, Frederick. Nice week. 520 batting average, 571 on base, .8 war, 312 weighted runs created plus, two homers, six RBIs, um, and no strikeouts for the whole week. So, love to see that.
0: Excellent stuff. We're going to get into a uh, even better line like that in a few minutes. But first, we're going to hop on over to second base and kind of surprised to see us not agree here as I go with Jake Cronenworth as my second base pick. Uh, two home runs in seven games, 0.4 war, and a slash line of 259, 375, 556. Brandon, I'm shocked to see you not take this opportunity to take your guy, Jake Cronenworth.
1: Yeah, it was. Honestly, so- I'm
0: shocked by both guys you took here. Or you're not taking another guy, too, but we'll get into that yeah, in a minute.
1: Yeah, um, there was actually quite a few of my guys on this, li- on this uh, second base list this week. We had Jake Cronenworth, Ketel Marte, and Glaber Torres. Ketel
0: um, Marte is the one I was going to bring up because yeah. – how can you say no if you're Brandon Caram, if you don't have the standards that I hold as myself? If I'm Brandon Caram, I'm looking at Catel Marte, and I see 26% walk rate
1: it's and a
0: juicy. 4% strikeout rate. It's juicy. It's very juicy. However. Like, it's full. How do you say no to that, Brandon?
1: Luis Guillorme um, says no to that because – In his 20 plate appearances this week, he did a little bit of everything that a team would want. He hit a clutch home run against the Braves the other night um, to add to the Mets' lead, um, give Edwin Diaz a little run support there for the ninth. I was watching that. Helped out Max Scherzer big time in that start. He draws walks. We're talking about a guy that doesn't strike out nearly as much as a lot of the other guys this week on this second base list. And then the BABIP. The batting average on balls in play is 538 for this week. And when you throw in a 471 batting average and a 550 on base percentage, and then also it passes LJ's spot test with a positive defensive rating. Luis Guillorme was kind of like a perfect storm here for me. I like it.
0: Alright Brennan, who you got at
1: third? Austin Riley, who you know, LJ, last year he went off and no one was talking about him. This year he's going off and nobody's talking about him. What what do we need to do to get Austin Riley more love?
0: Um be able to field his position.
1: <laughs> okay. Um his his three point three war this year would beg to differ. He's a, he's a tank
0: Three that doesn't that doesn't change my argument here
1: all right well LJ, he had here. four homers seven rbis uh a 400 batting average this week for a yeah, 248 oh. waiter runs created plus
0: um for those of you who care catcher pop time is back on baseball savant
1: was it not on baseball Savant? they hadn't
0: done it in two years
1: Oh, does JT Real Muto still have... Yes, by 0.06 seconds. Nice.
0: And no one's wrong, no one's ran on him to third this year.
1: Also, not sure if you saw they added pitch tempo leaderboards.
0: Yes, I did see that.
1: Um, But uh, catcher pop time. So, if JT Real Muto has the best average and it's 1.82... Your kid at the PBR event did not throw a 1.75 pop. It just didn't happen. It did not happen. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry that that it, it's it's impossible. Impossible. A lot of these par- a lot
0: of these parents need to go to like honestly that's a class they should put on. Like stopwatch etiquette. <laughs> teach them how to use a radar gun, teach them how to use a stopwatch properly.
1: Or how about you just like set up a camera? You throw it into a little editing software and then no way, LJ, you can go frame by frame and it tells you how long the clip is. What do you know? That's...
0: Who would have ever thought?
1: That's some next level stuff right there.
0: Um, um, yeah, yeah, so uh, to do our little stat um, intro here, Brendan, do you want to talk about pop time real quick for those of you who don't understand it?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Catcher pop time. It's the time between when the ball hits the catcher's glove... And when it hits the second baseman's glove, so like the pop of the glove um, is when you start the clock and stop the the watch. Um, the average major league pop time is two seconds. Um, That's a pretty seconds. long time. It, it, is, it is pretty long, so, you know.
0: Um, also, another interesting thing I just pulled up here, in terms of who has been stealing third base, with frequency there has has only been four catchers that have been run on to third base three times brian servan for the rockies mike zanino for the rays jonah heim for the rangers and elias diaz for the rockies two takeaways here how far has mike zanino fallen this year and why on earth are the rockies catchers so generally defensively trash
1: um I'm going to use the same answer for both. And that is that stolen bases rely a lot on how fast a pitcher gets the ball to the plate. Because you look at some of these where it shows you what a catcher's pop time is for when they get a stolen base on them. Like There's some guys like Jorge Alfaro. His pop time is on average faster when guys are stealing a base than when he catches guys stealing So it's like so much of it is on the pitcher and how much time they're taking that I don't really have more of an answer than that because it doesn't make sense.
0: With that being said, I do have to give Austin Riley a little more respect than I did because what I came to Baseball Savant to grab was um, outs above average and he has actually been passed. He has been passed by um, Patrick Wisdom for last place among third basemen in outs above average. Patrick Wisdom has ten now. Austin Riley has nine. The next worst is Jake Berger at negative six.
1: Oh boy. Okay. Um LJ t- tell us about what Nolan Arenado did this week.
0: Riley's also second second in the second worst in the majors. Um, Nolan Arenado, this dude is just he's a dog. You know when you're when you're on the baseball field you don't want cats. You want dogs. When you're at the bowling alley, you don't want cats. You want dogs. You Thank always God. want dogs. And this man was a dog. Two six slashed two six three four four zero four twenty one for a one forty nine weighted runs created Plus 0.3 WAR and three RBIs on the week.
1: You wanna know what's actually pretty sad about uh, Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt? So, Paul Goldschmidt's been so bad on a defense this year that he literally cancels out everything that Nolan Arenado has done for the Cardinals on oh, defense. Oh, no. It is negative 10.5 for Paul Goldschmidt and positive 9.8 for Nolan.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, if we look at the bright side, it's not like this is Matt Chapman. Like,
1: Has Matt Chapman been bad this year? No, no,
0: no. I'm not trying to say Matt Chapman bad. <laughs> (laughs) What I'm saying is if they had traded for Matt Chapman instead of Nolan Arenado, both comparably talented third baseman, you're getting a wash on the defensive value, but at least with Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt, you're getting a huge offensive plus
1: as well. Oh yeah. Huge offensive plus.
0: Even if you end up with a mid defensive team or defensive infield, which you're not going to, because you've got one of the best defensive second basemen in the game you end up still with a uh, huge plus from the offensive side. Like if this was Matt Chapman in there, all of a sudden you're talking about, yeah, that, that is a huge kill to the value, but they're still providing so much.
1: At shortstop, we went the same way with our good friend Corey Seager, one of LJs. Still one of your favorite players, Corey Seager?
0: Um, again, it's, it's fading. It's fading fast, but he might still scratch the list. I'm still very much, I'm I'm very much a Corey Seager appreciator no matter what.
1: Hey, he'll always have the world series MVP. So can't ever take that away from him. Um, Five homers, nine RBIs and a 21% walk rate this week, 429 batting average, 536 on base. Uh, Yeah. Real good week.
0: Yeah. I mean, he almost has a full war this week. It's kind of hard not to give it to him. It's hard not to give. might as well go ahead and say it now, Co- um, unanimous player of the week, and yeah. what really, again, the twenty-one percent walk rate and seven percent strikeout rate really caught my eye as well. Like, and not then you throw in the home
1: runs with, the yeah, walk,
0: exactly. Right? Like, there's really, there's really no other call here.
1: Freddie Freeman was like a unanimous second, right? I think. No, unless no, is there someone else who we haven't got to yet?
0: Honestly, I probably would have gone with Rodon second,
1: but okay, yeah,
0: or um, I always another, know, or or another guy that um, there's another guy coming up who I would have also okay. said.
1: Left field, um, oh, you go with the um, previously mentioned Brandon Marsh of the Angels. Um, he did have a pretty good week this week. I have to admit,
0: yeah, this was a solid week. Slashes 250, 368 sixty eight two fifty. He does have a strikeout rate of 42% but we're going to ignore that because he just he felt like the best option at the position
1: this week yeah it's very hard to figure out who to go with in left field and I'm actually making a last minute switch I'm changing my pick um, I'm going with Chris Bryant instead of Mark Canna because um, Chris Bryant's back um,
0: Chris Bryant's back how long How long is that going to keep him out this time <laughs>
1: Chris Bryant, LJ, returned June 27th. It had been over a month since he had previously played. And this week, in just four games, three homers, four RBIs, 400 batting average for .4 war. Um, Look, the dude made an absolute great choice. He won a World Series already. He's won an MVP already. Why not get paid a lot of money? to play at a ballpark that perfectly suits your play style and you're locked up for a long time i mean it worked out perfectly other than like the whole winning thing but like other than that if he's done with winning and he's already fun with his world series i mean go chris bryant yeah
0: he got his bag and i feel like we've talked had this conversation before but i'm just gonna say it again that I don't think this is going to hurt his legacy necessarily. If anything, it helps him. Brandon, when you think of Chris Bryant, what team do you think of? Cubs. Exactly. He is so – really, the entire narrative of that championship is so heavily tied to Chris Bryant that you're never going to separate him, even if he plays infinitely more seasons. Like, he could play the next 10 years for Colorado – And you still think of him as a Cub. And what that kind of does is, especially with the modern voter who's going to look at things a little differently when it comes time for Chris Bryant to look towards Hall of Fame. I'm not saying necessarily he's, like, bound for it. but He'll be on the
1: ballot at least.
0: Yes. The counting stats that he's going to be able to hopefully accumulate if he stays healthy in his prime years in Colorado will help him not hurt him because no one's thinking of him. Like there have been guys on the ballot in recent years that you think of like Larry Walker, you think of him as a Colorado Rocky and that really hurts his his hall of fame case. It didn't like, like, that's why there was such debate because of course, if you're not thinking about him as a Rocky, if the first place you go is the Cubs, you're not going to weigh those years You're not going to weigh the core's effect as heavily on his production and his legacy, I don't think.
1: In his first three seasons in the league, you're talking 18.3 war in three seasons. Um, Just an incredible start for him, and that's so much why he'll be remembered as a Cub. Um, But on to center field, I'm going to go with Luis Robert of the Chicago White Sox. Two homers, seven RBIs, uh, 357 batting average, 400 on base in 30 plate appearances this week.
0: Very nice. Moving on over to center field. The other guy I was would have considered for the top spot this week, the player of the week, Leody Tavares for Ooh. the Rangers. Point 0.4 war. Slashes 471, 474, 706 for a 228 weighted runs created. Plus doesn't, doesn't hit a home run, does drive in seven runs and steal three bases. Overall, this is, this is a sleeper pick that I would have, if it weren't for Corey Seager's performance, I would have liked to see somebody we really aren't expecting get the award and he would have been definitely that guy.
1: All right, on to right field. And I'm going to go with Juan Soto. Um, really turned it on this week. Four homers, eight RBIs, 25% walk rate. So 429 batting average, 571 on base, 1000 slugging, 307 weighted runs created plus. Um, and very deserving of an all-star selection. I saw some people saying he shouldn't have gotten in. He's walked 76 times already this year. It blows away second place. I mean, he walks so much more than any other player in the league that you need to take his hitting counting stats with a little bit of a grain of salt.
0: And it's amazing. It's also interesting because we haven't had a guy who walks this much, a clean guy who walks this much in generations really i mean who's the last guy you can think of where you're in that conversation
1: like i mean when you're talking like am i a walk rate over 20 percent year after year it's it's not easy to find
0: am i crazy and i'm sure i can find somebody if i if i look that hard but the only player that comes to mind is ted williams where you get into that where you get into that conversation of you're you're discounting his hitting stats because of how much he walks because of the lack of sample size to the batting numbers because of those walks. That's the, that's the only other guy I can think of in that that's comparable. Obviously you're not putting bonds in there because of um, other factors, but
1: bonds though, you know, you can make the argument that in that four year stretch where he was, he was walking like 150 times every season or more, much more that the he hit two hundred ten homers in four years. You could argue that that was a low number because he was walking so much.
0: Yes, you can. And but there's the, but the, but the re- there was there was a very unfair reason that he was walking so much.
1: Um, but like you said on the show the other day, every pitcher was juiced too. Did I say that? You said the reason why on the Hall of Fame ballot we haven't seen any of the pitchers. Um, Oh, like, yes. clean is because everyone was just using it back then. So oh, I know, but like for the, them out.
0: for the sake of this argument, like we haven't had that conversation. Oh yeah, no, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: About yeah. a clean player in no. generations. So it'll be very interesting to see how people end up taking him. Like we haven't had to have this conversation. We haven't. We don't really understand what we're watching with how hard it is to do what he does.
1: All right, LJ, who'd you go with in right field?
0: Max Kepler got the job done for me this week. Nice. Max Kepler ended up playing five games for Minnesota. He gets .3 war, slashes 500, 500 on the week.
1: Very nice. Um, on to DH. I'm going with uh, Matt Carpenter. Just one of the best stories in the MLB so far this year. Um, he, last year after the season ended or after, you know, everything happened with the Cardinals, um, he wrote a letter to every single MLB team, like saying like, I'm back, like sign me. And the only team that responded was the Yankees. They picked this guy up and at first I was like, all right, like he's hitting some home runs. He's getting kind of lucky. Like, no, not anymore. 27 games, 78 plate appearances, and he has an over 1,200 OPS plus. 10 homers in 27 games. Um, had two this week, four RBIs, 467 batting average, 315 waiter runs created plus. Just such a gem that the Yankees were able to pick up. I was hoping that he was going to kind of be like our Rugnetto door of this year. And this is way more than Odor could have ever produced for us. And that's on nothing against him because I loved him on the team, but let's go Matt Carpenter. This is awesome.
0: And again, yeah, it's, it's impressive too, to be, especially when on a team that's so in need of lefty, true lefty bats, like he really needs to be pushing more for more and more playing time at this point. Like, I know I, I keep flipping into this conversation a couple times a year, and every single time he heats up right after I say it. But should Josh Donaldson be in, be getting the amount of the bats he's getting currently?
1: Well, it's not a Donaldson problem; it's a IKF problem. Um, even though he had the big hit last night, Donaldson is still an well, like over one hundred OPS plus hitter. He still is. He's a yes, but,
0: yes. But what good? What good does pulling IKF from the lineup do? to solve Matt Carpenter getting into the lineup.
1: Yeah, no, not much.
0: You know, it, Matt Carpenter, you're really looking at a DH right now.
1: and Well, what you figure is because we have played Carpenter in the outfield a few times, in corner outfield, Carpenter can take more of Joey Gallo's at-bats. Okay, Gallo that's is, fair. It, it is, It's so bad.
0: That's very valid. It's so um,
1: bad with Gallo.
0: Either way, you're right. This is just... This is a huge gem with a for a team that has a huge need for a guy just like him. It, it's really quite great to see.
1: Um, And LJ finishes up. Who did you go with?
0: I ended up going with Harold Ramirez. He slashed 500, 542, 636 this week. Uh, only walks 8% of his at-bats, but does drive in six RBIs. Just, you know, solid, solid stuff. Um for a lineup that hasn't really felt, it doesn't feel as scary as it did last year, but they just still find ways to tweak and get this into a good position. And Harold Ramirez is a big reason why.
1: Yeah, you know, they've only scored the 22nd most runs in the in the entire league. Um, they're not really hitting home runs, but Harold Ramirez and Isak Paredes, two trades that the Rays make in March and April that nobody is, like, paying attention to. Who the hell is Harold Ramirez? Who is Isak Paredes? And over, like, the last month, it's by far been their best two hitters.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting to see. And, again, like, there's room. so much room for this team to grow. I mean, first off, health. Health plays a big role in this all, doesn't it? (laughs) doesn't it always oh, yeah. um, you know you get Wander Franco back and that's going to be that's going to help this uh, offense a lot if he can stay healthy but ultimately I see a team with a lot of assets who can very easily go out and improve in clearer spaces where they can just plug and play I mean they can flat out go out and get a DH right now as much as Harold Ramirez has been filling in that role you know, I don't think anyone's going to complain with pulling Josh Lowe from the lineup right now. Maybe give him. Maybe he needs a little more time down.
1: I've got uh, a suggestion because I know that this guy's on the market. How about a reunion with Nelson Cruz?
0: That's like, really what I was thinking, and we'll definitely get more. I mean, they already made the
1: trade last year, right? And,
0: and he was really good in that clubhouse. I you didn't hear any complaints in terms of fit. No. With Nelson Cruz. I I think that's the most logical place for them to go. I was about to bring that up. So, um, yeah, that's ultimately something I'd really like to see. I mean, Carol Ramirez certainly is very capable of filling in that corner outfield role, and all of a sudden you're able to keep both in the lineup. That's that's a very happy spot to be in. And really, same thing goes for the rest of their real – again, a lot of their holes are health-related, so you can't really – blame them. 16
1: guys on the il currently i mean it's 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 like a full team basically it's it's rough
0: and again that too we're, we're talking about two of the teams in this al east being more banged up than we can remember them being in a very long time and yet everyone's still performing that's part of what makes this whole situation so remarkable
1: well that's going to do it for today's show. Thank you for listening. Check us out. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, MLB Daily Pod. We'll see you.
0: See you mañana. Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.